Hi there, my name is Janice Wale and this is Working Through Emotions. On the podcast, we talk about a range of things as they relate to people and their emotions, not leaving out interpersonal and intrapersonal relationships. And on today's episode, guys, we're talking about something quite relatable and I will not be doing this alone. I have Yanu with me in the studio and we'll be talking about finances and a number of things regarding that. So I will be leaving Ian to do the introductions. Welcome Ian. Welcome here. Hello everyone. Hello. I am Olao Yanuloa David, a finance enthusiast. Over to you. You don't want to say more? Let's let us leave it very. You don't want to blow a trumpet. Okay, so we're going to leave it at that. He's a finance enthusiast and we'll be talking about your financial errors, personal development and a number of things regarding that. So that makes us my first question. You know, one of the reasons why I brought you to this podcast is because I know of how um, intentional year about learning about finance and how big you on finance and a number of things that you've done that you don't want to talk about sir, on the podcast here yeah. that you've done regarding finance and that brings me to my first question like I mentioned earlier okay so regarding financial health how do you think people can preserve their financial health and also how do you think while people are in the pursuit of preserving their financial health how can people edge against high cost of living thank you very much Janice for that question so um, basically, to just leave things very simple, right? So how to edge against um, the rising cost of living and also how to preserve your financial health. So it's um, can we be taken to note that even in Nigeria today, um, the prices of goods and services have been on been on the on the rise, right? Mm-hmm. So now um, that means different families and even households they are looking for different techniques on how to um, counterbalance all this thing. Now that's why we're having this podcast to so just to enlighten people, right? So one of the first measures we can rightly do is just basically have a budget. So now I know it's um, budgeting is not a cliche, right? And also remember Messiah, the value of the term for budgets, right? So budgeting really helps a lot, right? For me personally, I have like a budget I do stick with, right? So yeah, one thing about budget is make sure you're, you prioritize your important expenses. Another thing um, to do in this period now is just basically don't overspend, right? You understand things are going on the rise, have been on the rise. So you, don't, you have to cut down on usual expenses or unnecessary expenses. So another thing to note also is when it comes to debt factor and interest. So now, um, it might not be so so particular to Nigerians because of debt and interest, right? But in the US today, you get to see that uh, mortgages and the prices of houses, houses are already on the rise because of the interest element. Now, in today, I think the Federal Reserve basically raised um, the interest rate by 25 basis points. When I mean 25 basis points, is 0.25. Yeah, by 0.5. I think the, um, if I'm correct, if I get my facts correct, the current interest rate um, in the US today is about 5.75. Yeah, I think they um they had a meeting last early this week. So yeah, so one of the things about this is try and pay off your um debt if possible. Those debts have high interest rates, and once your interest is not fixed, right, and it's volatile, it has tendency to move with um the current interest rate in the economy. You get to that you get to pay more interest on a particular fixed amount of debt loan. So I'll leave that for now on Eunice. So yeah. Alright. So there are a number of things that you said that really resonated with me. And first I'll talking about this budgeting. So you mentioned a number of things regarding budgeting that it's important for you to, you know, prioritize your important expenses and not your own bikes. Because I think the culture of budgeting is not in vogue like it used to be because people want to need more vibes. And then you say people say things like ah YOLO, YOLO uniform. If I perish I perish. Ah we used to fight another day or different things like that, right? You just to 
you know, um, bypass budgets and just live life based on the money that they have at hand and not even say when you see an investment. And that brings me to what I want to say again. So regarding savings and investment, you, you mentioned things about the debt factor and the interest. Then you also talked about budgeting, like I mentioned earlier. So regarding savings and investment, so how do you think savings and investment can help to like edge against high cost of living? Yeah, thank you so much. Um, so savings investment. Hmm. So really, um, savings and investments have been invoked right from the beginning of time, right? So it's really not, um, it's really not a new concept. But now you get to see that um, the opportunities open up in um, today's world with the digitalization of currencies as well as um, advancements of technologies. Yeah, you get to see that even um, investment platforms um, are basically giving more returns for investors. Now, when I mean investors, I mean just basically you and I. That means you can get to certain investment platforms where you can put your money and definitely will yield returns. But now you have to note something in this instance. You need to, um, care must be taken to note, you need to understand the fundamental principles guiding all these investment patterns. So, I mean, do your um, research before putting your money into any investment platform. Yeah. So, and also, um, for investment, also, um, you can put your money in the microfinance banks, right? So now there's this thing about microfinance, but I can talk and I can be so, so specific for microfinance banks. So um, there's this thing my dad usually does, um, he still even, he does this correctly. We just put a certain amount of money in a particular microfinance bank, which definitely gives you an interest element for about 90 days. And to be honest, um, unlike before, the interest rate on, or the returns in this case now, are getting more and more attractive. Um, even um, the treasury base of Nigerian securities now is about 465 days, about 12.1%, even correct, yeah, should be, but it's about 12.1%, um, as opposed to about 7%, which was last year or so. So the interest is getting attracted, and can definitely um, use this mechanism to edge against inflation. But now you need to also note that even though it's 12 percent and inflation is currently about 22 point something percent, you just have to definitely just put your money at least it's definitely going to yield a certain return on that. So back to you, Eunice. Okay, so I want to talk about what you said, Nikki. You mentioned something about investments that before you invest, you need to know the fundamental principles. So people that are not finance enthusiasts, or actually people that know next to nothing about investment and really want to invest. So how do you think, what do you think, what advice do you have for them, especially when they have interest in investment, and how do you think they can figure out these fundamental principles that you've mentioned? Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, so, um, welcome. As regards financial literacy or um, financial knowledge, basically, I feel um, financial knowledge is what a basic requirement everyone should have. And it's an inbuilt skill. So it's something everyone should have. Why? Because how you go about managing a certain amount of money if you cannot, if how you definitely have a certain amount of money if you cannot manage it properly, right? Right. So how can we definitely build up these skills, right? So um, there's there's nothing that is um, any humans come with anything with. Um, there's no skill that we are born with. You have to like develop when you get this word. So now one simple thing is, everyone has an answer, right? Just check on Google, right? There are certain um. Um, website you can get to see much of these things so now i know of so many that you can basically just check on google um basic financial knowledge just talk about the time battle of money 
inflation, interest rates. So, and all these things get simplified. Even with the introduction of chat GPT, right? You can just basically have a conversation with a robot and it definitely streamlines all these things with basic understanding. And one fundamental thing about chat GPT is if you don't get to understand the meaning of something, you can always regenerate the response and it basically structures it around that language. So, they also, um, if you don't want to, even now to go advanced, there are also paid platforms you can definitely subscribe to. There are newsletters you can subscribe to. There are Twitch newsletters you can there is the first to get um, foundation of all these um, finance terms, right? Right. Wow, thank you very much, Yanu. Thank you very much. So, you mentioned something about financial literacy. And you know, that brings me to another question that we'd love to ask you. I know you're very big on personal development and there's this thing people say that, oh, if you really want, if you're really interested in building the life of your dreams, especially financially, you want to be financially stable in quotes, that you have no business saving. I've actually heard that before. I've read, well, I've read not once, I've read not twice. That you actually, you, you, you motivational speakers here, they tell us that, ah, you have no business saving. You have no business, you know, investing all the money that you have. Right, you're not there yet. So you need, if you're going to invest money that you have, just need to invest part of it. And a large part of your money should go into investing in... Okay, let me rephrase that. A large part of your money should go into you getting resources, should go into you um, building knowledge, buying courses, and just investing in yourself. Because investing in yourself is the largest investment Guys. ever, right? So how can we, like, bring... Um, personal development and you know money together financial um, preservation together in terms of okay how wh what do you think the synergy and the conflict of interest between personal development and financial preservation is yeah yeah so if i got your question correctly okay. um personally i feel um there is no one with things like there's nothing that is specific to any individual right there's no generic sorry let me phrase that there's no generic principle that basically should affect every individual so it's dependent on individual's perspective for me i feel um at my early stage i should be more of personal development invest more in your um personal development as opposed to um chasing money so now the reason for that is money flows from value right and what you get from personal development is value so let's take for example in your early 1950s to 20s we are definitely chasing money haha <laughs> it, it's going to be a big trap like when you get to 40 50 60 if you don't get to invest in yourself right so the major important thing for that i advise young um people yeah, in my age group and even lesser right um focus more on personal development so now when i mean personal development is all areas not just um skill acquisition so in your skill acquisition also learn how to monetize your skills because they are two different things right you have you need to know how to do it then you need to know how to sell it so marketing is also a form of is also a skill that you can basically learn so um for other guys right so full of thoughts of the opinion that you should pursue money <laughs> money <laughs> so the thing is the pursuit of money never ends right if you get to one you definitely also want to is more 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 um, more why keep on we want to keep expanding it exactly so it and there is no limit to it so you are never satisfied right so yeah i think at the early stage focus more on personal development then if you got your equation correctly money should flow from the value you've gotten through personal development right so over to you Eunice. thank you very much Yanu. thank you so there are one things you mentioned you mentioned the fact that money flows from value yeah and 
I remember there's somebody that used to coach me. Person would say, time is money. Mm. Time you give yourself in the context of, okay, when you give yourself to acquiring value, when you give yourself to self-development, everything counts. It just keeps counting. It keeps building up till that time when you can, you know, that period of you building up is like you acquiring skills. Then when you can now put that value to use and it starts bringing money, that's when you can fall under the umbrella of skills monetization. That's what you mentioned. You mentioned there's a place of skill acquisition and there's a place of skill monetization. All right. So this has like been an insightful ride. I mean, but I see a pressure for you. <laughs> you never hands. You really never hands. So since we have talking about financial literacy and the fact that you should acquire skills, you should learn and keep giving yourself to learning and not chasing money at a very early stage. Yeah. At, at the, yes, at a very early stage so that in front to not turn to a very big trap right yeah. for you. So still on financial literacy, like I mentioned, what do you think um, the role of financial literacy is? Actually, it's impact on, you know, the preservation of your finances. Preservation of your finances, yes. I think you should say something regarding that. Okay. So um, financial literacy and the effect on... You know, the preservation of your finance. On the preservation of finances. So, um, immediately, when you talk about literacy, it just basically means knowledge. So, I'd say, and it's a generic concept that knowledge is power, right? Mm-hmm. So, without knowledge, you can't begin know how to maximize something effectively. And also, I must state here that information is also power. Mm-hmm. Furthermore, the use of information is what gives the information power, right? Information is all sent, is definitely useless if you don't get to use it. But the effective use of this information is what brings power. So um, I think I was looking for something online. I was looking for how to download. Um, so I was looking for how to download videos on my system from YouTube, right? I had to start looking for um, software applications. But guess what? My roommate just basically showed me just do this, do this, it automatically downloads. For about two, three weeks, I could not. All I said, two periods, two months, really, I could not figure out how to download it, like, just automatically, mm-hmm. except going through third-party website or third-party application, but it just showed me. So now, that's why I say, he had the information, but I did not know about it, right? Yeah. And I found that that brings into something. You must surround yourself with people that are very vast with information. So you really don't know what you are missing out, except they tell you, right? So now, there's something you get to see. Information is power, information is knowledge, and knowledge is wealth, right? So yeah, so um, also another thing we must note here is um, you really cannot go beyond the knowledge you have, right? So that's the importance of financial literacy in maximizing or preserving your wealth. So you need to have this knowledge, really, you need to have the knowledge of something before you can get to utilize it in an optimum way. Now, you know, there's a difference in effectiveness and efficiency. So for me, I'm saying you need to maximize it effectively, not just um, efficiently. Efficiently. I actually like the part when you mentioned the need for you to relate with people. Yeah. Because it gives you access to information that you don't know or access to information that you don't have access to in that sense. Yeah. Because it looks like we'll be talking about, you know, reaching out to chat GPT um, going to Google to ask for your questions. And it feels like, okay, well, I don't really have to relate with people. Relating with people actually gives you that leverage to, you know, um, show up more effectively. Yeah. Like now you mentioned how you were stuck on how to like 
figure out how to do something and it was your roommate who just helped you with just one word he had yeah. just helped you out and you've been there for like a few weeks Months. right months okay that that's a lot so yes you need people you cannot learn in isolation all the time you cannot learn in isolation also you measure the number of things regarding budgets and i was taking back to budgets budgets uh, beginning right okay you mentioned the fact that you 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 do budgeting right so uh, is there are there effective ways to do budgeting you can can you like take courses into how you budget things especially regarding um for people that don't really know how to budget like now, there are certain times you budget and you will not stick to it. Yeah, you've been there. That's it. I mean, okay, I'm I'm fasting myself. But there are times I try to like draw up a budget and I'm trying to then go over it maybe at the end of the month and I'm like, okay, uh uh-uh, this budget is not budgeting, like it's not aligning. So there's yeah. effective ways to budget. So even if you're going to overshoot, you will not you will not do it too much, right? So be within the range of your budget. Yeah. So thank you. So yeah, budget thing, and uh, sticking with the budget. So the problem is not how to draft the budget, but the problem here is how do we stick with this budget? So one thing I get to do, one thing I advise people is your budgeting. If you are doing everyone's budgets, trust me, there's every tendency you don't get to stick with this. When we break it down into per week, yeah, I think per week is like the best unit you can use that mm-hmm. per week. But I also start with the expenses that are fixed. That means fixed. I mean, they are certain that you would incur. Now, for students, definitely data subscription, transport cost, and right. everything. So all those fixed expenses. So now, for guys or ladies that need to get um food um utensils or food stuffs, also put those things. So now, and also your budgeting must also be um you must also budget with um with your income, right? So your budgeting should not be something like your budget is twenty five thousand, your income is twenty thousand. Why? How? Why? Why is that? So, there's no balance. So yeah, there's no balance, right? So you just budget. So now your budgeting just helps you to like keep track of your expenses, really. Mm-hmm. So I'm budgeting helps you a lot. Now I had a pa- um, I have a particular friend, really. He told me he spent over seventy thousand in just seven days, and I was like, okay. on what? So now the problem was. He spent seven thousand. The point was not to spend seven thousand. Right. So now, on what did you spend seven thousand? We were then we question. Um, chicken and chips, blah blah blah. I was like, okay. Why seven thousand? You could have used this for other things. So now, in my head, I was basically calculating. If I had kept this money somewhere, I know what I'm going to get. Really. The so, finance enthusiast. <laughs> be honest. Those are the things that I look at the opportunity cost of something. Right. So also and. One thing about budget things, the budget helps you to like streamline your expenses and you have to be disciplined. I think the essential thing about your budget is you have to be disciplined. Because if you are not disciplined, you can budget from now to tomorrow, you must stick with it. So the discipline aspect must also be there. And you can also have accountability partners, so definitely someone that you are close to. I know I have I also saw a lady's um budget. She budgeted this is how much I'm going to spend on my head today. This is how much I'm going to spend on food stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm going to the market small. I'm spending so 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 amount. So this kind of thing basically helping to like um to keep track of your expenses. And also if you're having the more difficulties with budgeting, another easy uh, method is check YouTube courses. To be honest, yeah, YouTube courses are really, really, really valuable. To be honest, they are really valuable. Mm-hmm. You can check them out on how to like stick with body. Just search for budgeting and how to like um, budget effectively. So the word is not just budget, but how to budget effectively and how to be disciplined. Okay. Yeah, so over to you. Okay, so that's what you said too. I think it's important for you if you don't 
you don't want to go to YouTube, you don't want to go use all these resources. You can also ask questions from people who are doing it and it's working for them. Definitely. You can also ask questions from these people. They will take you through practical examples on how they budget their finances. Okay, yeah, I mean, let's talk about backup money because in this slide, you will agree with me that backup money is very, very necessary. Essentials. 100. See, even any percentage is higher than 100. Backup money is very important. It's very essential because because things can come up at any time. Yeah. I think that's the place of it, having an emergency funds aside you having fixed savings and all that. So I want you to talk about backup money because you've already answered that it's very important to back this up. <laughs> some wise words job them sir yeah so yeah thank you so back up money hmm, hmm. the concept of back up money so let's reflect back okay 2020 what happened covid right so covid 19 came destroyed so many businesses so mm. many lockdown came so most businesses were not in operation so now the question was how do the family survive trust me it was just basically back up money and it's important here that we note that it is expedient that you separate your backup money from your savings. Now, savings should be for a specific purpose. You want to buy a land, you want to buy an asset, you want to do this, you want to do that. But your backup money, we can turn your backup money to be an emergency for just in case anything fits up for this country, right? Just have that money. Now, what my dad does also is he has like five different accounts. Like I can't remember then the number different account numbers he has like it's just okay this is for this i have this for your school fees i have this for my corporate account i have this for another corporate account i have this for another corporate account that's basically it's of exactly now nah, ah i need money i'll come and take it from this one so your backup money yeah so because anything free stop for this okay. Okay. so yeah so over wow wow that was it yeah i agree because like it's in the night things can just come up things that you didn't plan at all like, yeah come on interrupt your day or even interrupt your year in quotes right yeah so you've already ascertained that backup money is very important so you better to have backup money so don't feel guilty when your money money that you saved is eventually saving you because i mean that don't have money though exactly one that you saved is supposed to be saving you it's not supposed to leave you hanging not supposed to leave you stranded because feel of being stranded is not a good one it just leaves you in that space where you feel like you are really stuck oh. and the only thing that can bring you out of that space is you having the exact amount of money that can bring you out of that place. So yes, having backup money, I really subscribe to having backup money, right? Also, let's talk about financial habits. Yeah. Because on the other hand, it's good to have backup money. Yeah. And also, there can be financial habits that can ruin things for you, that can ruin your saving habits, your spending habits, your investment habits, right? So bad financial habits, how can one identify bad financial habits? What are bad financial habits that you think people have? And how do you think people can identify these bad financial habits and build LD habits? Because it's very important. I mean, if you don't have LD financial habits, there's no way you would even think of having backup money. Before your backup money even becomes backup money, you've already picked it up and used it for something frivolous. So yes, can you like strengthen the balance between okay, bad financial habits and building LD financial habits? Mm. Nice question, you need to mean it. But um, for me, or personally, I feel um, the definition of um, bad um, financial is subjective, really. So it's based on individual specific, right? So to me, what I think something to be um, a bad habit might not be um, something that person might think to be bad, uh, to be a bad habit. Right. Now, one thing you need to notice is it's all dependent on the level of income. 
Right now, there's an economic theory that states the higher the income, the higher the consumption. Mm-hmm. So based on our income, I can tend something to be a bad habit, but really just me to other guys that are hanging above what I am hanging. To them, it's just more like, oh, let's just do this, let's just do it for the good of the community, let's just do that. So now, one way of, or for my own level or my personal belief, um, I would call something a bad habit if you are basically spending recklessly. So now, recklessly in the sense that you just want to do it, doing just to show up, just to do this. Now, there's something about moderation. You just have to be moderate in every single thing. Even the Bible also talks about moderation. Let your moderation be known unto oh. all men, right? So, so yeah, let your moderation be known unto all men. So you just have to like be moderate in your spending. You don't really need to like show off troops because in this country where in today, really. You don't even the time you are in currently this particular season, you just really need to be on the low, right? I'm not saying don't show off too much, but just be moderate and be expedient in whatever mm-hmm. you are doing, right? So and also um, a good financial audit. So one of the things that indicates is just your body essence skill. So your ability to budget, your ability to stick to this budget. So now, budget. Yeah, you can get to see that over emphasizing budget. So now budgeting is really is really a good skill to um, acquire, really. I going to offer each and every one of us out. So now you can just have an accountability partner. Just if you think um, this body thing has not been working, this body thing thing, they don't see that does not be working for me. Just have an accountability partner. And the thing is, don't try to be so um, strict with your body. Only no. allow for flexibility, right? Yeah. So because you can't, you can't really always account for every single possibility. So now there's something called miscellaneous. Just anything, just put it there, just in case, right? So yeah. So, go back to you, you know. Well, I learned the fact that we went back to budgeting. Yeah. So, which means budgeting is one of those factors that hid healthy financial habits here. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I, I, I love the fact that we keep going back to budgeting. We keep going back to budgeting and re-emphasizing budgeting. So, we've laid emphasis on the fact that it's important to have backup money yeah. and it's also important to identify bad financial habits. Right. And you know, and um, seek help when necessary yeah. and ensure that you build healthy financial habits. And also, I love the fact that you made emphasis on the importance of people to accountability partners, having accountability partners. They can help you build financial habits that are healthy. Yeah? Yeah. And also, I think apps too can help because I know that you mentioned, you talked about apps during the, in the middle of the episode that it's important to have apps. Apps will help you like set systems that we force you to be disciplined because <laughs> Motivation does not really help sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but <laughs> let, me, let me keep this in. Motivation okay. does not mean capacity, really. You can be motivated to do something, but you might not have the capacity. To right. Really. So, yeah. So, discipline is very important. These systems, these hubs, these people that you choose as accountability partners will stand there and ensure that discipline plays out regardless of what happens. Because what if you're not motivated to save once you're like, after every year, is at the end of the year that you're not motivated to save, and at the end of the year, you cannot account for your finances. Yeah. So it's very important, right, to put systems in place that will help you build healthy financial habits. And I must say, this has been an insightful session. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can't wrap my around everything we said. We've tried to talk about financial literacy, how important it is for you to preserve your finances. We've also spoken about it. I remember we talked about budgeting your fi- your finances. We talked about paying off your debt. But those want to help yeah, yeah, yeah. preserve your finances. I remember we also talked about the synergy between personal development, development. and well, yes, and money. 
and also we talked about different friends okay yeah remember we talked about um financial literacy and the impact of financial literacy on your finances so it's everything still boils down to being educated yeah yeah it's learning about finances part-time you don't need to bore yourself with all the big terms the technical terms exactly there are sites there are websites like you mentioned that can always explain these things to you in simpler forms there are people you can ask questions from that will break these things down in simpler forms for you and yes on this note i i would like to ask you have many final words as a financial finance enthusiast brother do you have any final words for us this so, is what we're talking about uh, so based of all we've definitely talked about so the most important keynote is just basically get educated like get the necessary skills information is power surround yourself with people that definitely have this information wow and this has been an insightful ride and i know with everything that you've taught us today will let people will learn i would learn to take more informed decisions regarding my finances thank you so much for doing this with me and thank you Eunice, for having me yeah you're welcome don't mention i mean i'm honored to have you on the show <laughs> I'm really honored. Okay, guys, on this note, we've come to the end of this episode. Don't forget to touch up on interesting content on the Tribune Online website. Content on the latest news, business, finances. Yes, finances, guys. Relationships and what have you. You can also catch up on previous episodes on the podcast on the Tribune Online website. And on this note, Say goodbye from me. Bye. See you in the next episode, guys. Yeah.